Another thing, I don't know whether I shared or we talked about that before or shared in my newsletters, but everything we attract into our lives, whatever, the good and the bad, etc., is all there to show us something. The whole journey of life, when we are focused externally, you know, as we look outside, what people do to us and how it makes us feel, etc., is all for our growth. Everything is a gift. So, you know, how you feel about your job, how you feel about whether you're in a relationship or past relationships, how you feel treated by your boss, by the person at Starbucks, everything is about you. It's never about them. Like they're playing their own thing and they might be unfriendly, etc. But if you, and I'm using you as an example, the same applies to me and everybody else, of course, but if they make you feel annoyed or angry, etc., that's your story that's your work and so when you realize that you realize life is really this continuous flow of gifts for your spiritual evolution not for your psychological evolution well i mean the two are connected but ultimately it's about rising raising your frequency so when people trigger anger for example in you then it is for you to see oh i'm getting angry why do i get angry here what story am I telling myself? And fast forwarding that the ultimate outcome with that is if you keep raising your frequency and the jinkies beautifully explain that and show that very practically also specific to your profile through when you were born. Um, so there you can actually, the jinkies are really powerful because they, they, they're a map of your life. So if you want to raise your frequency, which is really why you're here, so not doing that is, you know, now that you're becoming aware of that, um, not doing it is basically you're wasting your life. That's, that's the short version of it. You're playing the wrong game. You're playing the ego game in as in I need to be successful or attractive or loved or appreciated. That's Donald Trump's game. And we're all playing it. He just plays it very blatantly. But we're all in the ego, or not all, but 99.9%, 99% of people. And we're all suffering as a result. And the only way is to get out of the ego. And that's the ego death. And then, and that is the process. Life is about killing the ego. And we need many lifetimes to do that and to realize, etc. And that's okay, that's the game of life. But the sooner we get to that or closer to it, and it all starts with the story changing from it's about me versus no, it's about I'm here, I'm a vessel to, to challenge my higher self and to serve and to raise the frequency of the planet. Um, I mean, at least that's the path. It's the path towards the light, but we start out in a dark place. And then we evolve as a human being. And sometimes I don't know whether we can take us. I don't think we can take a step back, but we can stay. We can be in standstill. It was like me and ayahuasca needing to strip naked and I didn't want to strip naked. So I didn't want to evolve. And so I just kept stuck every, in every ceremony. The same thing came up again. Same came up. It's the same in life. Like if we don't evolve, the same thing will trigger us. The same thing will, people will make us angry. And then we try to avoid that, right? We try to create a life where we don't get triggered, where we are with someone that doesn't trigger us. But that's actually the escape of the evolution. We're not here to avoid or escape. 
rather we have to see the, the pain for what it is the, and then move through it and out of it. It's like a breakdown, breakthrough, break out. First, you need to deconstruct yourself or to break it apart. Then you move through it, not around it and not away from it, through it, breathing. It's like I just jumped into the pool after sauna and I stayed five minutes in 10 Celsius. And I, I got some hypothermia, but that's another story. And I can tell myself all the kinds of stories why not to jump into the pool. And then when I'm in it, I can say all the stories why I need to get out of it immediately. Or I could just breathe through it. And that's what we're meant to do with all these things. And so for us to push us physically is also a way of learning that we are the boss. Our body follows suit. It's not, and that's what we are learned, retraining because all the trauma, everything is in the body. And then it triggers us and we get angry and we scream at other people. Like the, I don't know whether I used it in the newsletter already or, but I, for me, I think I used the splinter example in the past, but it's actually, I thought of it, it is actually different. It's like me choking myself and then screaming at everybody for the pain it causes me and the suffering. No, I'm causing it. I'm choking myself. I'm here to take my hands off my neck and let myself breathe again, breathe and flow with life. Yet I'm choking, choking, choking. And that's the stories I incarnated with into this life. That's my karma. And so every deed we're doing, every thought we're thinking adds or subtracts from our karma. Either we burn karma or we add to the karma. And it's really a beautiful system because it really incentivizes us to evolve towards light, which is the equal as love, which is equal as letting the ego die. When we do, we can really experience the beauty of life. And then if you take it to the highest level, there's no need to come back anymore incarnation because then that completes the journey. And, and the way I understand it from the Stefano in regards to when we leave this planet, right, is that depending on the, the frequency, which is really the karmic evolution that we have made, that defines our experience in life after death. Um, and so really here we are in school and then we hang out afterwards, depending on how well we did. And so you can think about it similar to when you are in school, you know, you want to right? you want to have good grades so you can have a career, etc. Well, it's the same thing with life, just that it's a very different game. It's not about your grades or the money or a career. It is about how good of a human being are you and how much can you raise it this life? And that's is why time is of the essence. It's not about, oh, I need to want to enjoy my life. Actually, when you realize this is what the game, then everything becomes about that because the more, the more giving and loving and generous and the less about it is about yourself, the more love you will feel. That's the beauty. It's what we give is what we feel or what we give is what we get and not in terms of transaction. But if I want to feel love, I need to love. It's not me loving someone else. Uh, it's not someone else loving me. I need to love. If I want to feel bliss and surrender, I need to surrender, right? It's everything is about me. There is no one, there's no one else. Everybody else is just part of this play to show me what I need to see. And we're all doing it to each other. And so it's, it's beyond the mental comprehension how it actually works, but it works incredibly well 
and it's been documented by people by you know in spirituality and you know call it religion we just have misread we are mostly misreading these texts and then the church has been misinterpreting them but it's all there it's in the bible and for example again if you read this satan book it's all not all but i think the core is really beautifully explained and really powerfully in very clear and then of course just as in coaching or with a private trainer knowing is just that's then you have the awareness and then you have to do it and so another thing is with the spiritual path there's this it's, i don't know it's not a joke but kind of is a joke but it, it i mean it's serious in a sense of like don't step on the spiritual path because once you step on it you can't get off it and then you have to go through with it so in a sense ignorance is bliss but the thing is you can't really control that because you have set up your life to be on this path and the reason we met in a nightclub in london in 2000 whatever that was like when was it 2006 or so is because we're having this conversation so your soul and my soul have a contract that we are helping each other on this journey um, because you want to evolve in this direction and that's why you feel the nagging i mean it's not a coincidence right like the the, the your dissatisfaction with your current life has nothing to do with me my or i assume it has nothing to do with me I am just coming into your life to help you out of it. And there's probably many other people, who knows? But, um, and on a soul level, we all make these contracts. So it's not about, and we don't need to thank ourselves for it because I'm playing the exact role that I came here to play for you and for other people. And the better I play this role and the less I think about myself and I serve people, the more beautiful my experience is, right? So it's, it's a, beautiful beautiful system and life in that sense becomes very simple once you can see it through this perspective which is really truth and so light love um light love and light well light love is also equal to truth like towards the light that is the truth that is god and that's where we're all going that's where we came from that's where we're all going we're going through an experience to raise we are product of light, but the universe is basically exploring itself, and that's we're an extension of the universe. Anyway, uh, this is obviously a infinite topic. I mean, it has so many aspects, um, and as you, I think you just said above, right? It's deep. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's exactly <laughs> you. It's 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 the only thing that's really interesting on this planet because it's it captures everything, and I believe. That's, well, I mean, there could be many reasons, but I believe that from, at least from a mental or intellectual perspective, that's why I got so excited about it. And that's why I've been focusing on this for eight years and dropped everything else. Um, because this is it. This is really the only game there is. Everything else is distraction or rather than distraction, everything else is part of this divine game, but when you focus on the else, you're missing the real game, which is to wake up and to raise your vibration, to raise your frequency, so that when, um, and, and thereby raise other people's frequency. That is really, we're all here to serve. This body was given to us to serve, 
it's a vessel for our higher self to express itself in this three dimension which has time and space which when we go back we don't have anymore so this is the only place where we can evolve when we're back we are on whatever frequency until we incarnate again and because there's no time and space so there's no evolution there's like everything is just now <laughs> um, or everything is it's eternity basically it's like again our mind cannot comprehend it because our minds are stuck in the three-dimensional or the four-dimensional if you want 3d plus time so our minds only can comprehend mind and space and that's why also intellectually it becomes very hard to dissect that people say oh but you can't prove that etc no you can't but you can prove it experientially and that's why people have evolved right because these sages and these gurus etc they realized something while they were meditating deeply that's why all this stuff has been known for thousands of years and we're just rediscovering it again but how did they how did they know that like because they just did it so it's not about proving it but we can all experience it it cannot be pro proven to the mind also proving we understand proving oh i need to intellectually show it to you i need to um scientifically show it to you but science has forgotten that it and nicholas tesla said that beautifully he said like the moment science studies um what was the word Un unmaterial phenomena no there was a different word he used uh, basically the stuff that science doesn't focus on the moment <laughs> we do that science will make more progress in 10 years than in all of its history and that's really the case the science and spirituality is two sides of the same coin they are connected and and the egyptians knew that all previous civilizations knew that um and uh, and we kind of i don't i wouldn't say we have forgotten it it has been suppressed because this is very powerful knowledge because when you understand what life is really about you're not so focused on you know hating each other and fighting each other and competing with each other you're focused on raising your frequency and those of others and because we're all here to move from uh, from the five bottom chakras into the sixth which is the pineal gland which is the awakening which is what we experience when we are on the psycho certain psychedelics and and obviously the psychedelics these are products that come from nature right like mushrooms or ayahuasca which is dmt so nature wants us to awaken everything is set up for us to awaken but we have to understand the limitations of the mind and that who I think of as Vincent is a construct. And so if I believe in this construct that this is truth, I stay stuck in it and I will act accordingly, which is I will focus about myself and I feel separated from others. And so I need to protect myself. I need to fight for myself. I need to acquire resources just thinking about myself. And that's a very limited life. But when I realize, hey, this is just a construct, then it allows me to change the game and play the real game. And but the only way to find it out is to actually do it, to experience it. It's impossible to intellectually arrive at it. So and that's what I also talk in the newsletter about awareness and that awareness, there's awareness slash knowledge, which is the first which for me was the last seven out of the eight years. It was all about like, okay, let me understand it. Let me understand it. And yeah, but that was part of it doing it as well, embodying it. But the real, the real story is that I was me not being 
able to trust in life and surrender as a result of not being able to surrender as a result. My money story, I need more money because, you know, life is dangerous and I need to protect myself. These are all stories that I karmically took on from my ancestors and probably from a wider humanity to transmute them. And so that's my specific journey. And it's always hard for each of us, whatever our stories are, because we're taking on exactly the stories Jesus' story was about forgiveness. I mean, what more extreme play can you have that you're, you know, helping and serving people and then you are crucified, right? Like that's, I think a more, let's say, more human story is, or I mean, more human, Jesus was human. But, uh, and when, whenever I say Jesus or God, all these things, I don't think of it the way the church represents it and talks about it but as a, as, a, as a highly evolved human being, as a spiritual, you know, as an avatar. Jesus was here to show us something, to teach us something, to burn collective karma, which we can all do. We all have that capacity and we're all meant to do that. He took it to a very high level and so did Buddha. And so from time to time, these avatars come into the world to show us something. And then we, you know, and then usually the, because when they're present, like, Right when 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 we are really on Earth, when someone like that is there, it's very powerful. Now it's just a story that's two thousand years old, and we're like, oh yeah, maybe whatever. But if Jesus would be alive today, or the next Jesus, the next incarnation of that avatar, or a new incarnation of of an avatar, um, it would be very very powerful. Because when you're close to such a person or such a high frequency, you know you have no more doubt. You feel it. You you know that it's true because you experience it like people that and that's the power of when you're at such a high frequency people heal just in your vicinity just being by being close to you because it's like you operate beyond the kind of 3d laws so to speak or rather you don't operate beyond the 3d laws but the spiritual laws are part of the 3d laws and just because it's so rare we don't believe it um, I mean, uh, there's this uh, Indian in Hindu woman that is, I think her name is Amma. She has, um, she heals people just by giving them hugs, like, because that's, that's, that's her power. She has raised her frequency so much so she can just hug people. And we all have the capacity. It's encoded in our DNA. And as we evolve, as we re um, raise our frequency, junk DNA doesn't exist. Nothing in nature is wasted. If it would really be junk, it would have been injected from our DNA. So again, science just lacks understanding and doesn't look at the, it, at, at the body and, and the human experience holistically. And that's why I love, like, I'm actually going to send you a video of another Bhutto who I've been studying and working and learning from for the last two and a half years. An incredible, he will win a Nobel Prize at some point. Well, who knows, because these days, this, everything is very political, so maybe he won't, but he would be meant to. And um, yeah, now I forgot the, the thread I was on. Um, high vibration. Yeah, science is really not understanding it because they're looking at it very myopic. It's like they have a tunnel view. They're like, oh, we only look at that. And they're all looking in the wrong direction. You need to take a 360 degrees hat. You need to start from first principles and be willing to challenge everything because science has become dogmatic and science has become even more dogmatic in, in the context of Corona, it has become politicized. It's not science even anymore. It's actually, it has nothing to do with science. Like they call it science, but it's not scientific anymore. 
scientific is the quest for truth, irrespective of what I believe. And so believing is actually most of the things that we believe to be, that we call truth subjectively or collectively as a society, they're beliefs, they're stories, they're narratives. It's something that was told to us to schools and has been told over generations and now everybody believes it, but it's actually, no one has challenged it. It's a little bit like, and that's why first principles are so powerful. Like it's a little bit like before Elon Musk built rockets, uh, the fraction of the costs than before by making them, you know, by, I don't know, making the, doing, printing parts 3D, sourcing them commercially in a better way, um, maybe through scale, through smart engineering, by making rockets reusable and just applying first principle thinking to everything. He could do something and everybody said it was impossible. And, you know, similarly, everybody was thinking uh, flying is impossible, like a plane is impossible, a rocket is impossible, and there now it is. And if you would have asked someone 100 years ago there would be an iPhone, well, and, or the tricorder and, and, and Star Trek, nothing is impossible. And again, I mean, the Satan book makes beautiful examples uh, around, you know, women being able to give birth at, you know, at 100 years of age. Nothing is impossible. We are meant, we are extremely powerful beings. We just operate at a low frequency and therefore most of our capacities are deactivated. And as we raise our frequency, we have these abilities to self-heal. My coach healed herself from a terminal disease and she was told she, she should get ready to die. And exactly when, when she got ready to die, she actually healed herself. And it's a beautiful story. And it just goes to, and you know, she's not Jesus, but she's just someone who has done a lot of work and raised her frequency. And so, and I know this person very well. So it's, right, it's not a, a story from someone else through someone else and whatever. So all of this stuff is real. Like all of this stuff in religious texts is real. It's just, yeah, and that's also something the Satan book talks about. And so it's a very powerful book. I highly recommend it if, as you're on this journey because you can skip a few steps by reading this book. The question is then whether you believe it or not, but the information is in there. And according to what I know, it is all true. Um, yeah, now I've got the thread, the healing and, yeah, I forgot the thread again. Um, so welcome to the journey of awakening. This is what we are meant to go through as humanity. Well, not meant to, we are going through it. And as there's, I see really two paths, people walking on two paths. One is this of darkness and fear and control, which is basically what the World Economic Forum and many governments and Corona has showed us. It's all about, you know, there's the top 1% who thinks they know what needs to be done and they have a certain idea and they want to push that on everybody else. And they do it in, they do it actually quite openly, but people don't see it because they, people are so lost in the process and believe that, you know, conspiracies don't exist. And they don't have to be hard conspiracies, but there's people with an agenda. And this has always been that in humanity. And that's the case now. Anyway, so this is one direction. And that's all about fear and, oh, the climate's going to kill us all. There's so much bullshit and then we adopt it as a narrative, just as we did Corona, all of this ESG stuff, etc. Yeah, I'm very pro a sustainable environment and living in alignment with nature. But anyway, there's a whole other topic, so I'm not going to go there. And the other direction is awakening, realizing our true nature. We're spiritual 
beings having an experience on earth to evolve and raise our consciousness, our awareness to awaken ourselves to the illusion of our bodily experience. And when we do, everything changes, the ego dies and we become truly a vessel, we emptying our, ourselves out of all these thoughts and stories and we're just present to life and we serve just by through our being. It's all about being. It's not about doing or having. It's about being. Who are we being? And when we are being our most beautiful self, everything changes and there is a result also our experience and then also subsequently our afterlife experience. And that's really what we're doing here. <laughs> everything else is in service of that. But if we focus on everything else and think that's the real thing, then it is a distraction. And that's what we're all lost in. The world is lost in distraction. 